gentlemen, it's time for the Florida Potman! Hello! Oh, hello. It's us again. Yeah, uh, Kevin, are you alright? Yeah, um, for those following the saga of my life, um, I've just moved. And I am in... I feel like I'm in the back of an antique store. I just got boxes piled on things and things strewn all over the place and things balanced. So I, I can't move for the next 20 or 30 minutes because I fear if I do move, like move an arm, <laughs> I'm going to disconnect everything. So I'm kind of trapped in this mess of wires. But you're right. There is this, the saga of kind of like you were meant to move. Then there was a pandemic. So that kind of delayed a lot of that. And in the meantime, we were recording. And every time I would be like, oh, you're still in the same house. And um, now you're in a new house. Yeah. I can see it's all very different in the background. But you've upended a mattress. Uh, <laughs> you're on the so, end yeah. of like a, a shoebox to record. <laughs> I'm, I'm we're talking on a box. through. We're talking through cups and a wire. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 but before actually assembling the bed, I've decided. You know what? I'll use this mattress to maybe block out some ambient noise because it's it's basically a very wooden house, wooden floors, cavernous old house. So. Um, enough about me. Um, but this is guerrilla podcasting, and this is exactly what we're doing. And, and besides which, we haven't got a sponsor to please, so fuck them. Uh, and and if, we, if we are at the point, you know, at the time of listening to this down the line, we do have a sponsor. We love you. Yeah, look at look at the efforts we're making for you. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, listen. Um, I've we we were just talking there before we came and like hit record. We uh, we've not confused ourselves. But a lot of these stories are now starting to jumble together, and um, we uh, we believe that we're we've picked stories that we've never been told before. It might be it might have to be down to the listener to say, "Oh, you've already done that one." Uh, we'll call which... it a best of. It feels like Inception a little bit. Like it's the same guy in a different story. Um, there's some crossovers. I saw a lot of Florida men heroes. And I'm one week. I'm gonna to have to go look at this Florida guy saving the day because there's a lot of them, and we're not doing any of them a, a service right now. No. But uh, I'm happy to. I'm happy to venture into the hero dom. Well, I think. I think what because we were briefly talking about this. I think maybe for um for series two because right now we're on episode eleven of series one. Yes. Um, the plan. Um, if you can call whatever we talk about a plan, <laughs> um, the plan is to. Uh, to wrap up this series um, next week, episode 12, uh, maybe have a little special or something like that afterwards. And then um, we'll dream it up again. But but I think we keep talking about these theme episodes, um, whether it's, yeah. um, you know, reptiles or the hero theme. Um, and, and there was even talk of, uh, and, and I'll just tease this, we're not going to go into too much of a Wheel of Fortune um yes wheel of florida man if you will the, so oh that sounds so good what a good pun that is there you go it so, almost rhymes it does so that's to come um uh, but as it is um uh, we've got uh, at least two more weeks to go so um yeah. let's get on with it if you don't know what this yeah. is all about shame on you i've decided i go into unbearable lengths to try and explain what this is and every time i explain it slightly different and every time i think i would i did it better in episode three if they want to hear what this is about, they should really listen to another episode. Yeah. So if you're if you're new to this and you don't get it, whatever, there's just listen to one of the trailers, read it. If if, if you have listened to the previous ten weeks and you still don't understand what this is about, a shame on us. <laughs> get that point in time. Or they are Florida men, and and it's far too meta. Yeah. No money back guarantees or anything like that. Okay. So um, we're just gonna read a story, um, and then we're just gonna talk about it, and then yeah. we'll uh, we'll get out of your hair for the day. Um, Who would like to go first? 
I mean, I'm asking, do you want to go first? Okay, let's. Uh, I, we should be keeping track of this stuff, but who cares? Yeah, I'll go first. This week's story is from Newsweek. You um, seem to get a lot of things from Newsweek. Um, this is from this year. So, headline is, Florida man poses as prosecutor in attempt to drop extortion charges against himself. Oh, he's representing himself. Well, he, th- he tries. So, a Florida man accused of trying to extort a Daytona car dealer for money and a new car has been charged with multiple new felonies after allegedly posing as a federal prosecutor in an attempt at getting the original charges dropped against himself. So this this murkiness, this criminal mastermind, it becomes a little clearer here. here. So uh, this is a fantastic, this is definitely a, a, a billionaire villain's name. In a, <laughs> so Christian Moscow. Holy shit. And it's not Moscow with a W like Russia. It's M-O-S-C-O. Christian Moscow. You're right. Age 47. That is, it's a great It's name. unbelievable. That is like Le Chief. It's down as Scaramanga. That is proper Bond stuff. He lives in a, he has to live in a castle. I think he lives in a volcano. (laughs) So Christian Moscow, age 47, was charged with trying to extort $50,000 and a car from um, a Chevrolet dealership. Um, Moscow claimed he'd obtained the dealership's uh, sales information. Um, So I guess he's trying to bribe. I I think what he's done is he's stolen customer data okay um and he's basically using this to to blackmail the dealership saying i've got your customer details and i will ruin your business by you know all your customers will never buy from you again unless you give me a car his demand is a car the yeah and fifty thousand dollars he's extorting this dealership that's that's the backstory we don't get a lot of that so that's what's happened so far so he's gone to this car dealership said i've hacked into your system i've got your customer details i'm holding them ransom i want fifty thousand dollars you see Right, as bad as this is, I know that this isn't your regular Florida man. The Florida man is still to emerge from our... This guy's too savvy. Um, so yeah, it goes in... Yeah, it's exactly what uh, what we're talking about here. So basically, he said that... Uh, he emailed the dealership and said he'd, he'd publish um, to the media that uh, John Hall Chevrolet... If you want to send us new cars, please do. <laughs> it's a fantastic car dealership. So um, Christian here has... He, he wants to... Uh, send information to the media that says that John Hall Chevrolet has allowed their customers' private identity information to be tossed out um, and to the public, blah, 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 blah. So it's just, you know, it happens to businesses and stuff like that. Um, So instead of, you know, millions of dollars in class action lawsuits, this dealership just give Christian 50 grand in a car. He basically got caught. So he's then been... uh, the, The car dealerships turned over all these emails to the police... Um, so Christian Moscow, our hero, uh, was intercepted by officers uh, at the attorney's office where he was basically trying to do this, you know, the payoff. I think they've set up a scheme. <laughs> what's happened. Um, he's came, he's had two cardboard boxes filled with sales orders and all sorts of paperwork. He's printed all the stuff out at home. So he's planned this pretty thoroughly. Um, he's probably spent more than $50,000 on bloody photocopy <laughs> paper. It's not worth it. So anyways, he was charged with uh, burglary, petty theft, and extortion. So, flash forward to the trial. Um, So, Moscow was then reportedly um, tried to avoid incarceration by posing as two federal prosecutors. He is believed to have stolen the names. This guy's fantastic. He is believed to have stolen the names of two assistant state attorneys, 
Danielle Fields and Andrew Urbanak, um, and their Florida bar ID number. So he's got all their legal yeah. credentials and everything like that. So then he established an email account in one of the lawyer's names. This is insane. Um, the fake email account was then used to file two announcement of no information motions under the prosecutor's name. So basically, he's pretended to be the lawyer now and emailed the judge saying, I'm the lawyer prosecuting this guy. We have no information. Let him off. So, That's yes, it is. Because, so when you read down the headline, I instantly thought, oh, he's just turned up in court and said, you know, I'm representing my client. But this is all behind a veil. It's emails and electronics that he's able yes. to somehow fool us. So, so you thought that one he was one of those guys, half his face was painted in one thing and the other <laughs> half was another color with a, a half a mustache. And he's turned from one side to the other, having a conversation as his lawyer. Well, no, I just thought, I right. So uh, you, I was waiting for you to give the game away almost to say, oh, my, my client can't be here today. So I'm here, I'm obviously mm -hmm. just representing without him, but I was th th there was that bit going. Surely, of all people, the person being prosecuted needs to sit there. So this is before this is before any of that because he has to he's he's created this he's created yeah. this universe. It's like the Marvel law. It's the, it's the cinematic universe. So so yeah. So he's he's basically to avoid going to trial. He's pretended to be the prosecutors yeah. that are going against him, saying. Eh, we got nothing. Let's just brilliant. This is this is. Uh, some people just think like this. I I I, I would never so be able I'm, to get f further than. Ah, uh, uh, sorry, I did it. So here's the disclaimer: uh, Florida podmen um, do not endorse any of this <laughs> criminal behavior. Um, so basically, he's used another filing that he intercepted through the court cases. Just edited the details, put his name on it to match. You know, a similar case saying we have no information. Tipex <laughs> the you know the name of the other guy. I'll put his name In on biro. it. In biro. Um, however, like all like all evil plans, there was just one problem with the motion he had filed. Um, the state had already made an announcement that they had information that they could prosecute this guy on. So he's basically filed this thing saying there's no information. And the court clerk has said, well, hang on, I just got this thing saying there is information. So, you know, that's the only thing that caused him to become unstuck. Oh, it's just my that one, God. A suspicious clark at the court office notified officials um and then notified christian moscow's attorneys who may or may not be real people, <laughs> um, and basically they've agreed that uh yeah so uh state attorney rj laritza that's a good name also um says i've been working in the system since 1980 and this is the first time i've seen something like this so on top of all the uh you know going back i mean he's you know extorted a car dealership for 50 grand in a car but on top of that now um two counts of falsely impersonating a prosecutor practicing law without authority two counts of fraudulent use of identification fraudulently acting as a state attorney and i think this might be a typo it says uttering a forgery wouldn't that be <laughs> issuing a forgery? uttering is speaking it so he just said something wrong <laughs> uttering a forgery uh, anyway, so in total, he's uh, four, four uh, third-degree felonies, two second-degree felonies, um, each felony up to a maximum of 15 years. Um, yeah, so he's being held up. Right. So a little, a little twist in that, um, you know, if, if we want to get more sort of on-brand for our typical Florida man, we'll just assume he was 
naked through the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lack of nudity in that one. But um, yeah, that's it. So um, a bit of a, a, a twist this week, I think, um, in that we've got a, a criminal mastermind. Yeah. And he would have got away with it if it wasn't for that dang court clerk. It's, it's like a game of chess with that. Uh, it's far, all, everything about that just felt so precise. And he, he was only caught out by, uh, a, on a, uh, on a, it was a risky move, right? He was caught out. He played his rook mm-hmm. to bishop three. I don't know chess moves. And he was caught out, right? So right. checkmate. I would never be, I wouldn't, as I said earlier, I don't, I couldn't get further than going, I have got all this customer data. <laughs> I don't really know what to do with it next. But some people's yeah. minds just go, I know exactly what to do with this. And and if I get caught, yeah. I'll know exactly what to do next. It's like uh, in 24, being backed into a corner. How would you get out? Me, I'd be like, well, I just put my hands up then. It's like, no, Jack Bauer. Chloe. Hey, damn it, Chloe. Chloe. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, a little bit different. Just to, just to change it up a little bit. You know, we were in week 11, so I thought I'd, uh, I'd shake it up a little bit. Um, I'll resume normal programming probably next week with some tale of drugs and nudity and other crimes. Anyways, over to you. Mine is just normal scheduling. Uh, actually, I got this headline from the Daily Mail, and I would—I'm not a Daily Mail reader or shopper. However, this—the link that I saw took me to that site. That's how this happened. So I'm—I'm I'm owning up to nothing. Um, it's another Florida woman, and here we go. Florida woman. 47, shot her boyfriend in the armpit for snoring too loudly at the mobile home they share. Um, Story of my life. Interestingly, uh, the word snoring has been capitalised. So I felt I feel obliged to shout it out. Capital, like just the S, like like title case, or, or all caps, like shouty. All of it. <laughs> so it's like, uh, shot her boyfriend in the armpit for snoring too loudly. Uh, I w- if I was capitalising anything, I'd probably gone for the two. So, uh, shot her boyfriend in the armpit for snoring too loudly um, at the mobile. Okay, here we go. A Florida woman is accused of shooting her boyfriend in the armpit. It's the strangest of places. And it's not the most... I don't think it's the most obvious place, but I'm wondering if it, w- if it was the most accessible. He's lying there, you know, kind of like a cop, a New York cop, and... Um, his arm, his armpit is exposed, and maybe that's she thought. I've got to get the armpit. Or maybe he was snoring, and she just—it was very simple. Hands up. <laughs> this is a stick-up. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, there's an, I've only just thought about this now. Actually, they they feel the need to repeat the fact that they uh, that the shooting happened at the mobile home that they share together. I don't know why we just assume that they were in the same bed. It doesn't matter who owns this place. Anyway, her name is Laurie Morin. And and I think a nice 1960s kind of singer, Laurie Mor- Morin. And probably a man, actually, yeah. Laurie Morin. Laurie Morin and the Lorettes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I look forward to their Christmas album. The uh, She's 47, She's been arrested on charges of attempted murder and aggravated battery after her live-in partner, again, just referring to this, like how they choose to live, was rushed to hospital via the air ambulance. Footage from the scene showed the victim, named by police as Brett Allgood. Now, if that's not a wrestler or just... A quarterback, high school quarterback. (laughs) Country singer I was going for. So this Laurie Morin and the Brett Allgood 
uh, act. Uh, they've got three <laughs> yeses. Uh, he was being airlifted away on a stretcher after police were called to the home in Coco, another lovely town in Florida. Um, right. So initial investigations had suggested the shooting was accidental. So wake up. What's that? Maybe. I don't know. That fellow, that uh, South African runner. The gun was, I mean, maybe it was under the pillow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because you can do. I mean, you're not allowed to, but that's what people choose to do, isn't it? I've seen it on movies. It happens, I think. However, after speaking with the boyfriend, police determined that the row escalated because the man was snoring too loudly. Uh, there are pictures of them. Uh, they don't look like your standard, oh, they would get into trouble. I'm going to show you these pictures. Do they? They, they look like, oh, right, okay, they're, they're just normal guys who choose to live in Florida. Yeah, they look like a couple on Grand Designs. You know, I raise <laughs> pigeons and my wife's uh, whatever. Seems When Laurie started this build, uh, the, <laughs> so the victim is said to be in a stable condition. Um, okay, uh, let's just see. So could you explain, Kevin, I, I hear this word a lot or see it a lot at least. Uh, what is an affidavit? Because it's, it's not an English thing, I don't think. An affidavit is, God, I think it's just like, a, it's like an arrest warrant or something. Like just like a, a, a court filing to dig up details or to investigate or something. Like so that, it's, I think. it's almost like the official agreement to place them under arrest sort of thing. Yeah, I would say it's, right. if it's not, sure, let's go with because that. Because I used to think when I heard about it in films and TV programs that it was called an after David. And, uh, like an after David. Exactly, precisely that. Okay, they'd been drinking and the uh, Daily Mail reports uh, Captain Morgan Rum and they were playing Rummy. Then the, this is according to Laurie Morin, the gun accidentally discharged, hitting her boyfriend when she <laughs> tried to retrieve a heavy box. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to think of the mechanics of that, so. <laughs> a gun, apparently. <laughs> the victim then told the deputies a very different story when they spoke with him. Uh, he claimed him, they, had a, they got into a row over him snoring too loudly. And then she goes, uh, he, he, he goes, he heard a loud boom and woke up lying in a pool of blood with excruciating pain coming from his right armpit area or just right armpit, I guess. Would, would, here's, here's a doctors that are listening, um, would really good antiperspirant stop <laughs> you from bleeding profusely if you get shot in the armpit? Because that soaks stuff up or something. I don't know what does. Yeah, yeah. It, it leaves a, a residue. The new, the new yeah, white guard. It leaves a residue for sure, doesn't it? And um, Yeah, axe for crackheads. <laughs> and then to, to finish then, Morin was in the interview. She attempted, to show, she attempted to show emotion by covering her face with her hands and crying, but never shed a tear the entire time during any of the interviews. Then she was arrested and is jailed without bond. I would imagine this would go to trial but it doesn't say anything about that and that is the the, the story so you get christian moscow on the case you get her <laughs> off then <laughs> another week of good names you know what we'll at some point i'm sure we'll do a super cut just of names <laughs> yes. like a roll call 
Or we should do one of those end credit sequences where they just show the faces of all the stars, you know, just a quick freeze frame of everybody. Um, yeah, there we go. There we go. That's uh, Laurie Morin. See, that's, it's still mysterious how that actually happened. So you're you're a Seinfeld fan, as am I, and I don't know, especially in the UK, there, yes. there's probably not that many of you, but there is that, uh, there's an episode where it's a spoof on JFK. Back into the side. A, a baseball player spits. Yeah, back into the side. And they're trying to recreate the this spitting incident, which emulates the Oliver Stone, JFK, when they kind of just... They even just, have... It almost feels like that's what's going on with Laurie and her card, her box. Like, no, so... But then they've got the string and the, in the trial and the prosecutor's trying to... The angle of the box and where's the gun and how do you get a free hand and all that stuff. Are you suggesting a second I mean, shooter on the grassy knoll? A second shooter on the grassy knoll. Yes, a second shooter on the tire behind the tire fire in the <laughs> caravan park that they live in, or whatever it is. Apologies to anybody who lives in a caravan park. Yeah. Um, um, wow. So those are two very different stories. Um, it's hard, they're 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 hard to compare those stories because they're very different. Your, yours is definitely more Florida man. <laughs> Mine was about a Florida man. Mine is about the evolution oh, of Florida. It man. is. So in the fact that mine's maybe too meta. Um, <laughs> Into the spirit of what we're trying to do with this, yes. Um, Yours is a clear-cut, you know, there's weird names, there's violence. um, Assuming, again, there has to be in a a trailer home or whatever, a a caravan, uh, some sort of nudity or whatever. um, Yeah, it probably probably adds a bit more to the tick boxes. However, um, I also concede it might not be the best one. Uh, I just, I just think it is. But uh, if you, if you're saying that, that's fine. But again, no, we'll go with it. I'm just dropping Christian in there for any of our Florida men who need legal help <laughs> and legal advice. Um, ChristianMoscow.com <laughs> is your guy. Anyways, okay. um, over to so them. That wraps up episode 11. Um, one more to go. So um, I guess we'll. Uh, and then T- tell them the we'll tell them the happens. Twitter handle. It's uh, at Florida Podmen. Um, yeah, you told them. <laughs> Good telling. As, as instructed. Yes. Um, yeah, we'll catch you guys in a week or so. Ta-ra, then. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.